0: everybody, another episode of Spin the Yarn. Uh, I'm actually on my way to get some some lunch because I'm a really bad adult and I didn't cook my food for the week uh, quite yet. But uh, I'm on my way here to get some food, and I thought I would talk about something that happened to me on Friday, and I just haven't had the opportunity to record yet. Um, first off, though. Uh, so I, I dropped on Instagram that episode 19 was ready to go, and when I finished the outline the other night, I just wasn't happy with where it was at. So uh, I'll be working on that today, this afternoon, and then recording tonight. Uh, so that'll drop tonight. I apologize for the delay. I just I got it done, and I just it just wasn't there. I just wasn't happy with uh, with the product, so I didn't want to I didn't want to record that quite yet until I can get it to where uh, I want it to be to convey the point properly. Um, but so what I want to talk about is. On Friday, we've had some kind of uh, minor student disciplinary issues that have turned into kind of patterns of misconduct. Uh, where all, all minor stuff, like just late for musters, and and, and keeping keep in mind we're in a school, uh, late for musters, room inspection failures, personnel inspection failures, um, not like like not good stuff, not a good trend, but not you know. Nothing that's uh, I'm right writing people up and putting them on report or anything. We've had we've been assigning EMI kind of regularly and just kind of noticed some things and then we had an issue the other day where um, there's effectively uh, it was it was an assault but I mean it was like borderline and that it was a little worse than a shoving contest, let's say um, where you know it was enough that it, we wrote it up as assault and we're doing the investigation and the kids going to DRB and and we'll see where it goes from there. I, I don't know that it will go to mast. Um, quite yet, but we don't really know that until the DRB happens. But uh, So with that, it was kind of like um, I I talked to the students when they first check in and we talk to them weekly during a student of the week thing that we do on Thursdays just about safety and keeping their head on straight and keeping their nose clean and kind of the standard, you know, pre-weekend safety briefs that that everyone gives Uh, and you know, it generally is enough but we've noticed lately that there's been some issues and some trends that we're not really happy about so um, I talked to the students on Friday, and I'm going to kind of make it a a regular thing, you know, I mean, I already talked to them Thursday mornings, but I want to spend some time with them, and kind of do what I'm doing now with this podcast, and and just spend some time with them, talking about some leadership topics, or talking about some some things they can do to succeed, or addressing specific issues if they have them, and answering questions. And when I did it on Friday, it was kind of the first time I'd done it, and I really just, we got them in, we have this thing called a multi-purpose room, and we gather all the students in there, Uh, it gives us a big enough venue to do that comfortably, and uh, just Had him kind of gather around and take a seat on the carpet and and we just talked and and I addressed specifically the issue that I had the biggest problem with uh when I viewed the video of the student basically, like he kind of physically restrained a kid, um, kind of by pulling his arms behind his back and dragging him into a room. Uh nothing happened when he dragged him in the room. The student immediately walked back out again and they kind of wrote it off to horseplay But when you see the video, it's a little alarming. And if it happened to me, I'd be, I'd be really upset. And it would have turned into a, a more of a confrontation, I think, than it did in this case, which we were lucky that it didn't. So I wanted to address the specific issue of just them treating each other that way, uh, whether their motives were, you know, to inflict harm or just goofing around, it can evolve into blue on blue real quick. Uh, and that's the issue that we wanted to address. And it was just more of like, that's not how you treat your, your family. And, and I talk about that in that when we do this for a living, it's like, I understand that we're not all going to be friends, right? Like everybody's not going to hold hands and skip everywhere they go. Everybody on the ship or at the command is not going to be BFFs, you know, got it. I understand that completely, but, we are all sailors in the same navy. We're all working at the same command. And in in my mind, you know, like you, you're not always going to get along with your brothers or your sisters or your aunts, uncles, cousins, family, whatever. Like your parents, but they're still family. You know what I'm saying? And that's the way that I I kind of view this organization, and that's the way that I treat the people that I work with and that work for me. Might not be people I'll I'll spend time with outside of work, but they are. My family They're my Navy family. They're people that I will do absolutely anything for if it's in their best interest, if I can do something to help them, to take care of them, whatever it is. I often use the metaphor like I, I literally lay down in traffic if I thought it was in your best interest and, and to take care of you to the people that I lead. And, and I think that that concept is something that these kids can relate to and that they it, it kind of translates what we're trying to get across into into terminology that it just it strikes a chord with them not necessarily that they'll understand because you know i always go back to that they're they're much smarter than we give them credit for but uh just translates it, it in, a, in a terminology that will strike a chord with them that'll resonate and, and it'll get through and so when i had that conversation with them two things happened so one i the, the cord was struck and, and i definitely got through to them i felt that and i could see it on their faces and, and that goes back to when i've talked about they i don't think we are self aware enough as leaders where i don't think we fully grasp how much these kids look up to us regardless of if you think they like you or not i don't think we fully grasp how much these kids look up to us, especially at the beginning and how much they want to, you know, grow up to be a version of us in the roles that we are as leaders. And then the other thing that I saw happen was how motivated they were at the end of it and how happy they were to belong to this organization and just how the sense of pride just was like, I mean, it was overflowing. And I actually had a, one of my student leaders, a young lady stood up and said, you know, Senior Chief, request permission to do the Sailor's Creed. And it's something we do a lot here. Uh, and they know that I like it because I'm a super dig it and I, I, it motivates me. But I, it wasn't something I prompted them to do. And you could just tell they were just uh, chests puffed out, like just ready to take on the world. And I thought that was really cool in that I don't think we do that enough. I don't think we push that button enough. And I think we kind of accept that when they get out to the fleet that there's a certain level of motivation they're just gonna lose and that it's okay because that's just what it's like in the fleet. And I I don't think that's that needs to be like that. I don't think that has to be our reality. I think we're just accepting that as our reality. And I think that it's something that I'm gonna test this theory when I get back to sea. I'm just gonna be the same guy that I am now and treat the sailors the same way. And you know, maybe they point at senior chief and laugh and call him that super dig at senior chief and that it you know it's almost funny to them or maybe they react like these kids did maybe they at least some of them react in that you know you can be motivated out in the fleet and you can take heritage really seriously and you can you know be that that prideful and that just have that much motivation and i i think by pressing that button and and making them feel uh, that big swell of pride in the organization that they're a part of i think there's just so much teamwork and and Forward moving of, of the division of the work center of whatever of the, of the organization and the mission of the ship that can come from that I think so much can come from that and I don't think we leverage that enough we do it in during initial entry training a ton right we do it at RTC and at all the A schools and and other training pipelines like like uh, basic enlisted submarine school but I don't think we do it enough once they get to the fleet I think we just kind of accept that you know well they're in the fleet now and that's not going to work anymore and I don't I don't believe that. Uh, and it was kind of something I just wanted to bring up. And I challenge you to kind of test this out. Uh, you know if you have the opportunity, if you're in a position where you can do it, just test it out. test it out on a micro level, on a on a macro level, any any, Work center or division or anything that you have any kind of cognizance over, like give it a shot. Uh, one of the best ways to start is just have like divisional quarters if you don't already, and do the sales creed or do the sales creed at the beginning of, of divisional training and do it with pride. And they're going to follow your lead. I mean, if you're up there mumbling and not really standing any at attention and not taking it seriously and just checking that off that box, they're going to do the same thing. And if if you kind of drag them kicking and screaming to that level eventually it's going to get contagious eventually they're going they're going to mirror you like they're a direct reflection of you at the end of the day and I I think that if you try this out uh, it'll work and I'm going to try it out because I've never done it in, in a float unit before but I've seen it done on on a certain level and uh, when when the chief of the boat I had would do it when he would talk about heritage or when he would uh, get everybody pumped up and motivated like it worked and and it was one of the reasons why we had such an awesome command culture Um, and I think it could be taken even further I think that that kind of thing I mean he did it a lot in the chief's quarters in different ways but then Uh, With the crew, he had his ways. I mean, he was famous for this speech he would give on the 1MC before field day, and it just got everybody pumped up, and it got everybody motivated, and they had a tremendous amount of pride to be part of the unit that we were. Um, So uh, that's kind of just what I I just wanted to get that out of my brain. I've been thinking about it since Friday and trying to figure out how I was going to articulate it, and I figured uh, the perfect place for it was Spin the Yarn. Uh, and maybe it'll come up on an episode later on, but I just want to get that out there. If you got any feedback about that or, or any ideas or, or experiences you've had, f- share them with us, hit us up on Facebook or Instagram, uh, or shoot me an email at don't give up the shit podcast at gmail.com. Uh, so that's it. Thanks for listening. I'm about to go get me some chow and uh, don't give up the shit.